everybody. Welcome back to the Tipsy Ghosts. We're your tipsy hosts, Eric, Sarah, and Lindsay. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey. <laughs> What's up? You know, we're just sitting here watching the dogs. <laughs> what we do. Our mascots. Our little mascots just staring at us. <laughs> For reference, one is whipping the other in the tail with the face. In the tail with the face? <laughs> in the face with the tail. You know what? I wouldn't have even noticed that I said that backwards either. It's okay. That's why we're here. Uh, point out all your flaws. That's true. <laughs> you guys do it all the time. Every time I say something wrong, you never just let me speed by it. That's true. What did you say just a minute ago? I don't even Poent- remember. Poentless? Po- pointless? I don't know. I don't know. Something. I've never heard you say it before. I think the word was pointless. Pointless? Mm-hmm. But it was like pointless, pointless. Sorry, the O I I say it like weird. Like my husband gets out to me all the time about how I say toilet. I say oh. like toilet, and he's like toilet, and I'm like toilet. No, you are one thousand percent correct. He's, yes, you are. He says the oi is like weird the way I say like toilet. No, he I just says it weird. Yeah, uh. I think it's toilet. Do your impression of him? <laughs> toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't now. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm overthinking it too much. How do you say it? What's that in there? What's that in that room? What do you go pee into? Toilet. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, that sounds right. What do you think he says you go pee into? He says it like toilet. So he doesn't say the OI. He doesn't say it like the, the OI. I is not the OI. wrong. <laughs> the OI. Well, he's wrong. It. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> we agree with you, Lizzie. We say it, it like you. <laughs> toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you guys weren't expecting a five-minute conversation about the toilet when you tuned in tonight. You never know what you're going to get you're with welcome. us. You're welcome. Honestly. Yes. We're all drinking drinking wine. Drinking that Boda Box wine still. It's good wine. Boyson's drinking some what are you drinking? Cooper's yeah. Hawk. Cooper's, Cooper's Hawk Moscato. Speaking of Cooper's Hawk wine, I have heard like everybody nowadays is talking about spiced wine or spiced wine like when you warm it mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. and i'm like how did i never know of this and now i've heard about it like five different times since we've had it i introduced you you did yeah. and like all these other people were talking about it i'm like i never knew this was a thing yeah um that's the first and only time i've ever heard of it but it was delicious the only reason i knew about it is because i went on a wine tasting <laughs> otherwise i'd be like that sounds disgusting is yes. it something that's been happening for a long time, though? Like, Oh, I'm sure. Or is it kind of a fad? So one of the, no, one of the ways I heard about it was from, I was reading a historical fiction book. Oh, okay. So it's been around a minute. <laughs> and they were talking about it. It was like back in England and, you know, it was kings and princes and all that stuff. I think they still have that. <laughs> yes, they do still in England. But I'm, I'm setting like the stage. Like it was like royalty, like historical fiction. And so they were Got talking it. about spice wine and drinking spice wine all the time or whatever. And I was like... This was a thing. Maybe America just now caught on to it, or maybe so we just So when they say did. spiced wine, it really just means it was heated? Mm-hmm. Is that what I'm but gathering? But it had, like, some, sp- like, uh, I don't know, clove, cinnamon. Oh, yes. It did taste holiday-ish. Like Christmas. It tasted like Christmas wine. It was like Christmas in a bottle. I quite enjoyed it. Lindsay, Does can it- you swap out your coaster, please? Yeah. Oh! Gosh! Cat butthole right to the face. <laughs> you just hit me with a cat butt. <laughs> butthole you, met butthole. you want to explain why we're saying a cat butthole <laughs> i got coasters that are cat buttholes they're they're, crochet, <laughs> they're crocheted coasters in the shape of the a cat's rear end so you have a little tail and then you have its tiny little paws and then it's a solid color and right in the middle oh. 
is a pink just now butthole. I thought these were ears. That's why dogs. I kept saying that it looks like a, a nose, but I you have to look at it the other way. Let's see turn, it. Turn it upside. Turn around. Well, yeah, I see it now. Now, now that you say pause. Well, I, I've seen the butthole. I mean, the pink part is very obviously the butthole. So you thought it was ears the in a butthole? No, I I just thought I didn't know why the ears were there. <laughs> I was very confused. They're little feet. <laughs> I thought that they were just trying to be like, hey, this is a cat. Here's the ears. <laughs> And then here's a butthole right in the middle of its face. <laughs> I, I kept saying it looks like a nose. I didn't understand it. I get it now. Feet. Okay. I never thought I'd have to explain this. <laughs> They're very pointy feet. He's got a very round body. He's a he's a fat cat. So now we all have um, cat butthole coasters. Yeah, mine's an orange tabby cat. Mine's white. This is what I do with my adult mind. <laughs> what color is your cat? Mine's gray. Ooh. They all have pink buttholes. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do, Boyston. <laughs> they help us, though, because when we set our drinks down, we always... <laughs> I know at least I try to go really slow. <laughs> she does. <laughs> that I don't make noises, but now just so much quieter. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh. see? Much oh, and better. she just thought you didn't hear it, but she sat it down. I did on my cat butthole. These cat butthole coasters <laughs> are amazing. <laughs> You should write a review um, for Amazon. <laughs> yes. I make a podcast and um, we have a problem with loud drinks when we set them down. <laughs> Your thanks coasters. To, thanks to my cat butthole coasters. <laughs> we don't have a problem anymore. <laughs> Please do 10 it. out of 10 would recommend cat butthole coasters to anyone who's interested. Love the little paws. <laughs> Can we? They're not ears. Their paws. Can we take a picture too and submit it? I feel like our listeners are not getting the proper imagery <laughs> of what these cat buttholes look like. We'll take, we'll take a, a picture, picture later. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're so cute. They I came don't in know. four colors. <laughs> I think they're cute. I my comment was they're very well made. I thought they were from Etsy. They are very well made. <laughs> That's where the well made stuff comes from. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon. Who would have thought? <laughs> Amazon. You can put that in your review too. <laughs> so well so, made. I thought they were Etsy. <laughs> Meanwhile, the seller's totally offended. They're like, what the fuck? They're called Crazy Cat Lady Cat Butthole Crochet Coasters. Whoa. Crazy That's... Cat Lady, we would recommend you. <laughs> That's a lot of a lot of alliteration there for me. What? Crazy Cat Lady? Crazy Cat Lady. Crocheted Cat Butthole? Oh. Crocheted Castle. Castle? <laughs> castle? Castle. 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 I was trying to like oh, make it ship one word. cat and asshole. Cat, castle. Castle oh, okay. coasters. Hmm. Crazy cat castle coasters. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, yes. We recommend. My brain had to really think about all those words in my head. That was great. That was great. So what are we talking about tonight, guys? Oh, my God. Sarah's really excited about it. Yeah, I was so excited. We're doing another group project, though. Yes. I love these. Over one Reach of out. our favorite little um, types of stories. Yes. We're doing like an urban legend slash a mythological figure. Says yes. you. Well, I'm trying to think of like legend. He's know. a legend, okay? <laughs> He's a legend. We're doing Bigfoot. Wookie. <laughs> 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 Did you even watch a Bigfoot video to see what he sounds like? <laughs> my best impersonation was that part of the homework i didn't do it (laughs) i did i did because it helped with my part of it um but in your impersonations yeah (laughs) it didn't help 
<laughs> Were you watching Star Wars instead? Are you trying to tell me that he's not a Bigfoot? His name's not Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca, I think, might be a big, Bigfoot. He was I think inspired Chewbacca by Bigfoot. was inspired by Bigfoot. I could see that. So I that, could see that. Hence my, my Wookiee noise. <laughs> and if Baby Yoda is real, that means Chewbacca's real, <laughs> which means Bigfoot's real. Okay. Well, yeah, sure. That line of thought tracks. <laughs> story ended. Checks there we out. go. Boydston is going to start us off about Bigfoot. Oh, Bigfoot. Big feats. Sasquatch. <sighs> Yeti. Yeti. Abominable snowman. What? That's that's the cousin. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> Abominable. Bigfoot's cousin. Harry. Harry. Harry and the Hendersons. Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. Damn it, Lindsay. That was supposed to be one of my sightings. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, what, whatever you want to call him. It's Harry. Like, he, he's... Harry is described as a large, muscular, bipedal, ape-like creature, roughly six to nine feet in height. <laughs> why are you giggling? <laughs> you know why she's giggling. I do. He's six to nine. Covered in black or dark brown or dark reddish hair. Some people also report a foul smell as well as another key feature, his gigantic footprints. <laughs> is that why he's called Bigfoot? They're up to 24 inches long <laughs> and 8 inches wide. Oh my god. That is a Bigfoot. Girthy. You know what they say about people with big feet? Big democracy. <laughs> big feet, big democracy. <laughs> That's right. Should be Big Abe and not Bigfoot. <laughs> it's not Harry, it's Abe. Bigfoot's name is Abe. <laughs> and he reaches out his giant toes to you instead of those giant hands. <laughs> I didn't even come up with that joke. You came up with that joke. I just reiterated it. No, she did not. That was me. Oh, was it you? Okay, yeah. So, Boyzen came up with it. I just did a twist on it. Lindsay can't handle how big it is. Um, <laughs> I got tears. If we can bring this up in every episode, I'd Did you choke on it? it. <laughs> she took it all in. It's fine. With a big... All right, Bigfoot. Hairy foot. foot. Listen, I knew what I was getting into here <laughs> Giant with... Giant toes. She tried, to, she tried to avoid doing history herself because she thinks that that's our downfall, but really, it's creatures. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's creatures. Anytime I do an urban legend about a creature, it's... it's no, not It's good. not you, oh, it's no. them. And so I came up with Bigfoot because I was like, this is a... Bigfoot was your idea <laughs> for us to cover because I was like, "This is." I mean, he's a big story to he's cover. Big sure is big. Yeah, he's huge. And I was like, it could take all three of us talking an hour just to talk about. All- <laughs> and then I was like, I'm "Listen, not I can this. I can do this all night. I can do all night, with Bigfoot." Like, I'm not doing the history. <laughs> I thought Boydson, you do the history, and it's still bad. It's still. I think we have found our Achilles tendon, and it is. Creatures. Creatures. Yep. We just can't take them seriously. <laughs> so where did all this begin? I don't know. <laughs> tell us. Let me tell you. Um, <clears throat> ecologist Robert Pyle states that most cultures have accounts of human-like giants in their folk history. Mm-hmm. Apparently, legends have existed even before there was a name for Bigfoot. The accounts differed in their details regionally, but also between families in the same community. However, certain details are the same across all accounts. Each language has its own name for the creature, but mm. they generally can be translated to wild man or hairy man. 
Accurate. Hmm. Sometimes. He's both wild and hairy. Yeah, sometimes hairy he can be. <laughs> I'll hold up a Harry in the Henderson's counter. This is twice now. Um, sometimes he can be threatening, and in some places, children have been warned against even saying his name. Ooh. The thought is that if they say the name, he's going to hear it and come and carry someone off, and then they could be killed, and that's not good. It's like Bloody right? Mary. Can't say the name. Same but different. Bigfoot, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. <laughs> it's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> we have covered all different areas now. <laughs> I'm hitting up all everything. <laughs> Continue. You wanted me to drink up my wine. I'm doing it. In 1847, stories were heard about a race of cannibalistic wild men living on the peak of Mount St. Helens. Also in this area, in 1924, there was an alleged incident in which a violent encounter between a group of miners and a group of ape men occurred. So this area is subsequently known as Ape Canyon, but um, not all the stories are bad. One Protestant missionary recorded stories of giants living among the Indians near Spokane, <clears throat> Washington in the 1840s. These giants lived on and around the peaks of nearby mountains and sometimes stole salmon from the nets of fishermen. In the 1920s, an Indian Affairs agent compiled local stories and published them in a series of Canadian newspaper articles. So they were accounts from regional tribes and all maintained that Bigfoot was real. They claimed that Bigfoot preferred to avoid white men and spoke the language of the people of Port Douglas, British Columbia. What? Mm-hmm. Oh. In the what 18- language is that? I didn't know Bigfoot it's could talk. Only if you're not white and are in the area of Port Douglas, British Columbia. Dang it. Cool. Um, in the 1830s, white. the name Bigfoot was coined by a Wyandotte chief with the same nickname due to the immense size of his feet. <sighs> My God, how fitting. Additionally, his height well exceeded six feet, and his strength was described as Herculean. Later on, there was a spotted elk leader, also called called Chief Bigfoot. Wow. It really covers a lot of different areas. Even later, in the early 20th century, at least two gigantic grizzly bears got a lot of press, and each of them were named Bigfoot. So it's possible that this could have inspired the now common name of Bigfoot that is now used to describe the ape-like creatures. It's a very common name, apparently. In 1958, a journalist reported on a letter from a reader about a group of loggers in Northern California who had recently discovered mysteriously large footprints. The journalist joked about having discovered a relative of the abominable snowman from the Himalayas. But readers were intrigued by the story and wanted to know more. So he and his colleagues published more articles about the footprints, reporting reporting the name the loggers had given to the creature who left them, Bigfoot. And it seems that at the time, a legend was born. Yes, it was. Bigfoot has the reputation for two things. One is this elusive creature that startles people in the woods. And the other is for being a giant creature that can kill even the largest animal with a blow of his hand and can make a single meal of the animal that would have been able to feed a group of men for a week. And then he just disappears. Um, There are several Bigfoot organizations dedicated to the research and investigation of Bigfoot sightings in the United States. One of these is the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. BFO. BFRO. Ah, I missed the R. BFRO. BFRO. I have that too. Maybe like it, it can sound like a fart, like beefro. Beefro. <laughs> Sounds like a fart. Beefro. Beefro. So these 
people within the organization are those who provide a free database of reports from all across North America, and these specific reports have been investigated by researchers to determine credibility. In 2016, the University of New Mexico at Gallup had a two-day Bigfoot conference, missed it, and it cost the university about $7,000, so that's one way to spend tuition funds. Fun fact, the act of searching for or researching the creature has come to be known as squatching or squatching, and is a common phrase seen on shirts and hats. So we were all squatching this week. Yeah, we were. So I have to do, because I'm guessing Sasquatch. Uh, yeah. Very good, Lindsay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You really squatching. put that all together for everybody. Overall, Bigfoot is a pop culture phenomena and is as well known in American culture as Michael Jordan. Oh. Jane Goodall has been quoted as saying, I'm sure they exist. Well, I'm a romantic, so I always wanted them to exist. <laughs> it's romantic. I love it. <laughs> so even though it has been more than 45 years since sightings in California, and it has been said that a satisfying explanation as to why people see giant hairy men doesn't exist, <laughs> Bigfoot continues to catch the interest of the young and the old alike. Oh, okay. Well, I was tasked with talking about sightings, and if you've ever heard of Bigfoot or Sasquatch, there's literally like thousands, I don't even know, hundreds of thousands of sightings or people claiming to have seen Bigfoot or Sasquatch. <clears throat> there's tons of shows dedicated to it. Mm -hmm. The most probably famous piece of evidence is the Patterson-Gimlin film. And this is a film that was shot on October 20th of 1967 in Northern California, and it was pretty close to the Oregon border. The filmmakers were Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin. So Patterson had been interested in Bigfoot for several years. He also wrote a book called Do Abominable, Snow Abominable Snowmen Really Exist? That's a hard word to say. I'm not going to be able to say that. Abominable. Abominable. I just need to take the time and not try to rush it. But Abominable Snowmen Really Exist. So clearly, which I've been told is the cousin. Okay, so he wrote the snowman or wrote, wrote the snowman book. That's what I was trying to say. Frosty, <laughs> he wrote about Frosty. Yes. Thumpity thump thump thump. Okay. Oh, I was okay, waiting for Frosty it. go. Okay, well, unfortunately, Patterson died of cancer in 1972, but he maintained right up to the end that the creature on the film was real. Gimlin, however, denied being involved in any part of a hoax with Patterson and avoided talking about it publicly until around 2005. And after that, he began speaking about it um, at public events and even went to some conferences about Bigfoot. So a little bit more about the film. It has 954 frames and it's about a minute long. Uh, the event, I guess what they mean by that with the creature or Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Which they actually end up calling, I'm pretty sure they call him Patty, so... <laughs> After himself? Patterson. Patterson, yes. <laughs> they called the creature Patty multiple times. <laughs> okay. Bigfoot does not strike me as a Patty. What's that, Patty? <laughs> nope. Bigfoot's better name. Patty, you're a big and scary. <laughs> Abe, Abe is a good name. <laughs> <laughs> I like Abe better. Yeah. I'm going to call him Abe. So I'm guessing the event with Patty or Abe lasted about 53 seconds of the minute long footage. Mm-hmm. Um, so both the men say that they were riding northeast on horseback, and sometime between 1.15 and 1.40, they came to an overturned tree with a large root system and a turn in the creek. When they came around the corner, there was a log jam, and they spotted a creature behind it. Abe. Abe. Gimlin later described himself as in a state of shock when he first saw this figure, and Patterson guessed the height to be around 6 feet 6 inches to about 7 feet. 
So he's a tall dude. Tall creature. Mm -hmm. The film shows a large, hairy, bipedal, ape-like figure, just like Boydston described, uh, with short, silvery brown hair. Kind of reddish. <laughs> dinner time. I, <laughs> I can hear. Yeti? Abe? Is that you? You okay? <laughs> uh, Patterson said it took a few seconds to get out of the saddle from the horse, uh, grab the camera from the saddlebag, and run towards the creature. The film's pretty shaky, and as he gets a little closer, the figure looks over his shoulder at the men, and Patterson fell to his knees. Hmm. The creature looks back a total of three times. Gimlin followed him and spotted it again, but was called back by Patterson, who felt vulnerable alone without a gun. So that was the description of this video and their interaction. And it's with Patty. A pretty Patty. famous video, like the most well-known one that you guys think of. Yeah, I would be willing to bet that that's probably what you think of when you think of uh, Bigfoot. The slow motion, yeah. walking, <laughs> looking back over his shoulder. Which they that's have the like enhanced pretty, yeah. pretty well in this day and age. And it's pretty crazy how much that they can actually break it down. Which you know, you know people have done. They have enhanced yes. that to the They've max. They've analyzed it. <laughs> Did you say analyzed? Analyzed. Okay, thank God. I, I don't know why <laughs> that triggered me. I was, I was like, like, oh, God. Gosh, can we stop talking? You're right. I will stop. It just... They analyzed. <laughs> Maybe I, that's why. I held up the cat butt. <laughs> the anal. <laughs> so, Okay. After that, he called him back, you know, because he didn't have the gun. He didn't feel safe. Right. Uh, by that point, the horses had already run off down the stream. And Patterson and Gimlin tried to track Patty uh, for about a mile, but they eventually lost tracks. Patty tracks? Patty tracks. <laughs> Sasquatch man. <laughs> Catch me a squatch as fast as you can. Fuck you guys. I'm Patty. Okay. If, if Bigfoot was called Patty, it never would have caught on. We would have forgotten about Patty years ago. Uh, but also, it's just kind of a not a very uh, fun, catchy name. Not like Bigfoot. I bet he has big feet. <laughs> Doesn't describe him very well. <laughs> okay. So they're trying to chase Bigfoot. <laughs> they tried to chase him, but they lost track. Mm -mm. That was the end of their story about um, Patty. So, <laughs> a book was written by John Napier. This is just some other you know, sighting slash fun facts about uh, our friend Patty Bigfoot. That's his official name. I can't. John Napier and Patricia Abraham Bigfoot. <laughs> Pab. Pab for short. <laughs> hey, look, there's Pab. Hey, Pab. <laughs> what big feet you have, Pab. All together to stop you. Big feet, big day. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. All right. Well, so anyhow, I forgot Pat where we were. Sorry. Well, I was saying John Napier wrote a book about yes, Patty Abe. He wrote a book about Patty Abe. Um, anyways, it was called Bigfoot: The Yeti and Sasquatch in Myth and Reality. Okay. Very catchy. No. He wrote about that if you if he had to make a decision on Bigfoot, if it does or does not exist, based on hard evidence, that all things point to the fact that he does not exist. <laughs> Uh, but he did say it's extremely difficult to reject thousands of alleged tracks scattered across 125,000 miles or to dismiss hundreds of eyewitness accounts. In 1974, the National Wildlife Federation funded a field study seeking evidence, but unfortunately they made no notable discoveries. Or so they say. <gasps> Conspiracy. <laughs> it's top secret. Only the president can know. Some articles indicate that Bigfoot is actually a black bear. I'm just saying... And I don't believe it because black bears, I feel like, are significantly smaller. And we've seen them thousands of times. But that's just that. 
Lindsay, I'm sure, is going to talk about more, more of that. Um, there was a study done on 30 different hair samples. Most were black bear, but it also included cow, horse, dog, wolf, coyote, sheep, goat, raccoon, porcupine, and deer. Interestingly, though, they think that two of them matched to a 40,000-year-old polar bear called <sighs> Pleistocene Epoch. Nailed it. Good job. Yep. I should have just gone a polar bear. <laughs> just a really old polar bear. <laughs> A press release was issued on November 24th, 2012 by Melba Ketchum. Uh, Melba was the head of a veterinary laboratory. Melba claimed that they had found proof that the Sasquatch is, quote, a human relative that arose approximately 15,000 years ago as a cross between the modern Homo sapien and an unknown primate species. 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 What the fuck did I say? Species. Species. You're saying shh. I put the sh in the wrong place. <laughs> species. Wait, I said Special. a word correctly and you did not. <laughs> species. Species. Um, Melba also asked for this to be officially recognized as indigenous people so that they could have their human and cons- constitutional rights protected against those who would see in their physical... <laughs> what did that fuck? No, I'm not, Sorry. <laughs> I tried so Lindsay, hard. Lindsay, you're insulting <laughs> the constitutional rights of all big feet men. Bigfoot human. Oh, I thought you were laughing at me. I was like, oh, no, fuck. you weren't doing anything wrong. No, she's being a dick. <laughs> it's true. I tried. I tried to hold it in. Sorry. Bigfoot has rights too, Lindsay. We can't be the only people in this nation. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> okay, continue. No, I will keep my thoughts to myself until my turn. Will you? No. Yeah. I don't even know where I was. Melba asked for them to be officially rights. recognized, okay, as indigenous people so they could have their human and constitutional rights protected against those who would see in their physical and cultural differences a license to hunt, trap, or kill them. So, yeah. Melba's trying to protect the Bigfoot. I get the protecting. I mean, yes, I'm they have for rights. the protecting not to kill or hunt. You protect well, those you... rights of Patricia Abraham Bigfoot. <laughs> the yeah. human part caught me. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh-oh. <laughs> was she laughed out? Mel- Melba couldn't find a scientific <laughs> journal to publish these results yeah. of her study. So um, in a weird turn of events, though, she announced that uh, the De Novo Journal of Science did publish it. But the journal's domain had been registered anonymously nine days prior to this, and um, this was the only edition that came out. So somebody it's just a little sus. Probably just wanted her to be, yeah. Womp womp. Okay, it's a good try though. Good try. A woman named Sharon Hill. <laughs> I feel like you need to work for this company. Uh oh. Doubtful <laughs> news for the committee oh. for the skeptical <laughs> inquiry. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why you do what you do right now. You need to just switch, quit, call up your boss, quit, say, I found my calling. For the skeptical inquiry. That's Lindsay. Lindsay reporting for duty for the doubtful skeptical inquiry. Is that how I sound in your head? No, actually. I'm just Lindsay. Am, I'm highly dramatic. Have you not I'm here to ruin all the fun. Yeah, we each have a role, okay? Basically. Gosh. Um, You're not the fun ruiner. Fun sucker. The fun sucker. You couldn't even say that with a straight face. She couldn't. She really tried to like sound convincing, but it was like, nope. Nope. No, that's not true. You're super fun. So what did these skeptics say? Mm. Sharon. What did my people say? 
She reported that there was some pretty questionable stuff in the article that was written. Sure. Including mismanaged <laughs> um, DNA testing and claiming that the article just didn't make sense overall. So <sighs> Sharon's a Karen. Come on, Sharon. <laughs> Yeah, she went under the my, alias is Sharon. That's future coworker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've all seen these giant, uh, big. <laughs> seems redundant. I have seen giant, giant what? big footprints. Like the like seems you mean redundant. like footprints? Yes, giant, giant big, big foot, foot print tracks. Okay, yes, tracks. That's a good word. Yeah, sure, Thank tracks <laughs> that have been in pictures. You've pretty much seen them everywhere. I'm sure. Yes, yeah. Um, a lot of plaster cats casts have been made. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Everything I say, I can't. Say Welcome correctly. to my world. Listen, she's the one doing it. <laughs> Okay, be ready. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> Do it every time, every episode. There is not a single episode I've said everything right, <laughs> or that I've said something and you guys have just not. It's true. It's true. I deserve it. It's karma. <laughs> it really is. Earlier this week, I laughed at one of my coworkers who fell down. So <laughs> you didn't learn your lesson the first time. Did I... you ask if they were okay? <laughs> yes. I honestly don't remember. It's like a stress response, I think. <laughs> I laugh when I'm stressed. We're going to go with that. Were they sound okay? More empathetic. They're fine. Okay. Yeah, they're fine. It was hilarious. <laughs> Back to the plaster cats. Plast- plaster cats. <laughs> of the footprints. They've been evaluated by uh, uh, experts. One expert believes that the plaster cat <laughs> shows evidence of something called a dermal ridge, which could indicate that there are healing scars on the foot. Interesting. I'm not really sure how that's applicable to them but it means something it's just kind of cool that you can figure that out there's also a body print that was believed to have been left by bigfoot but skeptics feel that it may have actually been left by an elk Hmm. in february 2013 an article came out that studied 111 samples of blood tissue hair and other specimens thought to have been obtained from elusive hominins this is me quoting because i obviously did not write these words elusive hominins in north america commonly known as sasquatch after this, a request was made to have the species formally recognized as Homo sapiens cognatus. Cognatus means related by blood in Latin. Okay. Several organizations, as Boydston mentioned, were developed, including <laughs> I like it. And Nor- North American Wood Ape Conservancy. Conservancy. Nawak. 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 That's a better, that's a cool one. Okay. They're both cool. Yeah, they're both cool. You could probably join if you try hard enough. I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all I got for you on my sightings and evidence. All right. I'm here to ruin the fun. I'm here to debunk everything. You're a fun runner. This is why I chose this topic. Okay. So to, the most- ru- to ruin fun. Yes. I'm just going to say. Okay. That's exactly right. So the next time Let's we do holes. this, she's got to be the one to convince us that it's true. I can do the evidence <sighs> next time. Yeah. Will you do it with a straight face? <clears throat> No promises, but I will try. See, I feel like evidence also, it can go both ways. It can go both ways. So, are you just repeating everything she's saying? <laughs> There's a mockingbird in here. I think you need to do the history on these next time. Okay. Don't, okay. Act, like I don't, don't act like I don't sit here and do creatures. I've done creatures. Do you All guys right. know Pan? <laughs> have you heard of Pan? <laughs> you have done creatures. I have. Okay. Pan. And I like doing them. I think they're fun. So the most common thing that skeptics say, like you said, you kind of touched on it, is bears. They think it's some kind of animal, like a bear, a chimpanzee, some form of a misidentified animal. Another common one 
hoaxes is the number one thing. And I'm going to go into like more detail about this. People dressing up for fun. They're doing this for conspiracy. They're doing it because, you know, like you said, that one video Mm -hmm. was kind of the catalyst for all of this. Right. And so since then, they think a lot of sightings are people just dressing up, having fun. Rick Dyer was one of the more famous um, hoax that he pulled off. And this was in January 2014. He claimed that he had killed a Bigfoot and done DNA tests and body scans on it. He would release photos and videos of the body, but he would not release, like, any of the lab results, any of the scans, even though people were asking for it. Um, So he was like, I'm going to do a tour around America with the body so you guys can all see it, that it's dead and that I killed it, but still would not provide any of the evidence that he said he had. So finally, after two months of being on tour in March 2014, he admitted that it was a hoax. Aww. He said that the t- the body he took on tour was fake because he didn't want the real one to get stolen. So he was like, well, this is a fake body I'm showing you guys all people who are paying money to come see Bigfoot. But yeah, he was like... suspicious. Yeah. But he's like, I do have the real Bigfoot, but still he wouldn't let anybody see it and he wouldn't yeah. really release any of the evidence. So the fake Bigfoot body they found was... <clears throat> made from latex and camel hair he got sixty thousand dollars for doing this tour did he have camel toes <laughs> i don't know it's camel hair how about moose knuckles <laughs> stop it <laughs> <laughs> but like sixty thousand dollars in two months that's a lot of money to be made i thought that was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> so he still claims that he actually did kill a bigfoot but he's never shown evidence of it so that's one of the more famous hoaxes just because he made a ton of money off of it. All right. So Philip Stevens, he is a cultural anthropologist at the University of Buffalo. He said pretty much um, it defies all logic. And this is a quote. It defies all logic that there is a population of these things sufficient to keep them going. What it takes to maintain any species, especially a long lived species, is you got to have a breeding population. That requires a substantial number spread out over a fairly wide area where they can find sufficient food and shelter to keep hidden from all the investigators. End quote. So do basically... You, do you mean live species? Yes. Okay. So he's saying, like, because this... The video came out in, what, 1967? So they're saying for a Bigfoot to still be around and people still reporting sightings, that there'd mm-hmm. have to be a ton of them around to reproduce. There'd have to yeah. be... They'd all have to be, like, in somewhat hiding because there's no, like, firm evidence out there. And then you got to factor in the climate change and the food supply issues and all of this other stuff. So he's just like, culturally, doesn't really seem possible. Other people have talked about, uh, this is another species name that I don't know if I'm going to get right. Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus? <laughs> Sounds right. Yeah. This is an ape-like creature that died out about 300,000 years ago. Um, they have found fossils of it, but only in Asia. They said it could have migrated here. Who knows? But again, died out 300,000 years ago. So not sure if that's a plausible explanation either. That is like the most, like of an actual creature that has fossils that is most related to what Bigfoot is described as. So we're going to talk about the Patterson-Gimlin footage <laughs> and debunking it. Um, like Sarah said, it was released in 1967. So Tom Biscardi, he presented testimony about the filming of this, saying that it was all staged and it was all a prank. Saying that it was a man in a suit. Named Bob Hieronymus. Mm-hmm. Bob came out. He didn't come out initially because he thought, due to the fame and the widespread phenomena that this movie kind of started, that he would be paid for his services. 
of basically being Bigfoot, mm-hmm. but they never paid him. Um, Patterson and Gimlin never did. So he's like, screw them. I'll go ahead and say, hey, that was me walking in there. And then in addition to that, Philip Morris came out and he said, hey, I made a suit just like that and sold it to Patterson around that time. So he said, I sold him an ape-like suit. Um, I didn't want to come forward because he didn't want to harm his business because he makes like costumes and stuff. He's like, you don't want to like something that's getting widespread attention. You don't want to say that's fake because my goal is to make it look realistic. I, I, I don't, that doesn't really make sense to me, but okay. Um, so Morris said, because they talked about how lifelike the walk is, it's very distinctive. It's a wide gate. It doesn't look human. So Morris said the Bigfoot, and this is a quote, the Bigfoot researchers say that no human can walk that way in the film. Oh, yes, they can. When you're wearing long clown's feet, you can't place the ball of your foot down first. You have to put your foot down flat. Otherwise, you will stumble. Another thing, when you put on the gorilla head, you can only turn your head maybe a quarter of the way. And to look behind you, you've got to turn your head and your shoulders and your hips. Plus, the shoulder pads in the suit are in the ways of the jaw. That's why the Bigfoot turns and looks the way that he does in the film. He has to twist his entire upper body. So he's saying, like, that's why it looks so weird. Like, if you watch the video, like, yeah. he doesn't just, like, look over his shoulder like somebody would. He, like, turns his whole torso. He's saying that's why it looks weird. The only thing I could really find is that, so Bob and Philip, so Bob wore the suit, Philip made the suit. Their stories of the suit differ, like, in how much it weighed, what it looked like, what it felt like. Like, Bob would say that... It was very, very heavy, and Philip was like, no, it was really lightweight. It wouldn't have been heavy to wear at all. So their stories kind of conflict there. Um, But Bob did pass a polygraph, saying that it was him in the suit. Who knows there? Um, Like you said, Patterson died, so we'd never really know from his side of it. Gimlin is standing by it. He did say recently in an interview, he was like, if it was a hoax, Patterson was all in on it. I didn't know anything. Like, he believes that that was what happened, so he's denying that. He's part of any of this hoax. The footstep cast that you talked about was revealed to be a prank in 2002 by Ray Wallace. And he revealed that he made it all up to try to get attention. FBI did analyze hair that Big Fit experts sent in. Jay Cochran Jr., the assistant director FBI in the Scientific and Technical (laughs) Services Division, said that it was of deer family origin. So the FBI did test some hair, but found that it was in the deer family and that is about all i have on debunking what you came up with boy you just sucked the fun right (laughs) out of this one i i what percentage are you on believing that bigfoot's real 100 percent, you believe i am torn i really am on bigfoot because 50 50 my thing's more about like This is a fun place, and you go above and beyond to suck the fun out of it. Somebody has to show the other side of it, right? See, but I think you could argue, There's the other side versus slamming the other side right into somebody's face. (laughs) I'm not. I'm just saying, like, these people did come out and say, like, hey, we, it was a hoax. Like, we never meant for it to be this big. You could argue, though, that maybe they entered because they thought that they would get paid or some money mm-hmm. if they entered the picture at well, that I point said, too. like I think it's because re- it was a pretty big deal by the yes. time that they came came out by the time out. they finally yeah. came out I do think it's weird that Philip was like well I didn't want to ruin my business I'm like that would have given you more business if you were like that's what I'm saying hey, like look at this. you could argue that maybe he was saying that because it actually probably brought him business um, if you were to say, well, I made that suit. Right. And Look how lifelike yeah, it is. It was amazing. And it was used in this video. See, it was really lifelike. Yeah. I mean, who knows? 
Who knows at that point? The I'll only people who know this. Are, are those two, Patterson and Gimlin. Yeah. And Patricia. And Patty Abe. <laughs> Patty Abe. I believe in aliens more than I believe in Bigfoot. I agree with that. Where are you, Sarah? I agree with that completely. She, no, on Bigfoot. Are you? She she's just, 50, 50. I, No, you I said literally you're agreed with everything. You're, no, you're 50, I am 50. also probably 50 50. Okay. I, I wanted not, a percentage, Boydston. I'm sorry. I'm not a big Boyd, or not a big Boydston <laughs> fan. How rude. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say percentage person. I know. I just, I, I want to know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because I've never had an experience either, so I can't really say. Sure. Never really had an experience of we aliens We haven't been either. in a place where we can have a Bigfoot sighting. <laughs> you mean I can't see one in Kansas City? <laughs> There's no Bigfoot in Kansas Rude. City. <laughs> Bigfoot, expand your horizon. Come down Get to out Kansas of the City. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I think he's a, he's a whole bunch of places, mm-hmm. apparently. I'm, or he, she. I don't know. They? I'm probably like 5%. 595 <laughs> on Bigfoot. I, seen, I also agree with you, though. I would believe more in aliens than I would Bigfoot. I'll take it. Yeah. I would believe more in aliens than Bigfoot. Bigfoot may be just very shy. Maybe very shy. Another thing that I saw with the video that Patterson and Gimlin captured, it was broad daylight, and they said it was just like a freak accident. Whereas we have people in these organizations who have been searching for Bigfoot for 50, 60 years and haven't been able to find him. So I'm like, that's a little convenient. So is... Does he kind of hang out or Bigfoot kind of hang out in the um, Yellowstone area? I heard like Washington, Oregon, California, like kind of like that area. Maybe right? he's part of Missing 411. I was just going to say, Missing 411 has a lot of weird information <laughs> in there. Uh, and I think we even kind of said that when you were talking about your story. National said, forests are so huge. <laughs> Bigfoot. National forests are so huge and yes. they're not really monitored, no, honestly. So that may be a really, that may, that's where, he, that's where Bigfoot is. He's at Yellowstone. See Yellowstone. <laughs> You're not allowed to go in there or see. Mm-mm. Every once in a while, they sneak past the borders. They sneak past. That's my theory. Yeah. There, I said it. That's our story on Bigfoot, guys. So, conclusion could be more likely that aliens exist than Bigfoot, though. <laughs> Let per, us know what us. you think. Yeah. Do you okay. believe in Bigfoot? Have you seen Bigfoot? Yeah. And what's what's he like? <laughs> Is he nice? I, I, I heard in the video or in the description of the video, he's very disapproving and smug. Like, Big don't look at me. Well, he doesn't like white people. You said that. Don't even look at me. Why would you do that? Okay. <laughs> Bigfoot's getting philosophical here a little bit. They have a lot of time themselves. Do you think that he's like intelligent? Yeah, for sure. Could talk if he wanted to or. I, if he's intelligent enough to stay out of the public eye, I feel like he's intelligent enough to have some sort of communication yes. capabilities. Interesting. All right, guys, that's our story on Bigfoot. <laughs> like Boysen said, if you have stories about him, I mean, we want to hear. Sure. Send them to us at thetipsyghost at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. For sure. You can also find us at thetipsyghost.com and find all of our socials from there if you want to follow us. Please give us a five-star rating and a great review on Apple Podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. (laughs) Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in. We will catch you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.